sleep deprived and barely alive. Welcome to the first episode of the Do Sleep Better podcast. I'm your host, Malvika. Today we'll be discussing how to create a sleep-friendly environment, how herbal medicines, specifically St. John's wort and valerian root tea can help improve sleep quality and the impact of yoga nidra on sleep. Firstly, creating a sleep-friendly environment is pretty simple when you think about it. Some of the top tips from the US National Sleep Foundation recommend ensuring your bedroom is of a cool climate, roughly around 15 to 20 degrees Celsius. Removing electronics from your bedroom, by doing this you consciously strengthen your association between bed and sleep and using light to help regulate your circadian rhythms. They suggest minimizing bright light during the evening This helps promote the natural production of melatonin and exposing yourself to sunlight in the morning. This will help you wake up. And if you're struggling to get to sleep within 20 minutes or so, the Harvard Medical School suggests getting out of bed and going to another quiet, low-lit space and doing something relaxing. For example, reading or listening to soft music. For some relaxing music, I'd recommend the Deep Energy podcast by Jim Butler. Here's a little taste. I'm sure this will get you feeling sleepy in no time. However, they suggest avoiding electronics as the blue light they emit disrupts your circadian rhythm and natural production of melatonin. So once you begin to feel sleepy again, return back to your bed. But if you're like me and sometimes you can't resist getting out your laptop when you can't sleep, I suggest downloading Flux. That's F dot L-U-X. So Flux adjusts your screen's colour temperature depending upon your location and the time of day. It helps minimise the disruption of your circadian rhythms and eye strain associated with nighttime use of electronics. So, does herbal medicines and tea really help you sleep better? I did a one-week trial to see whether they actually did. I also aim to maintain a sleep-friendly environment whilst doing this study. For this trial, I took a 1300 milligram supplement of St. John's wort and a cup of herbal tea, which contained a mixture of valerian root, lemongrass and lavender flowers. And I took this roughly 30 minutes before going to bed. Just before I begin to discuss the results, I'll give you a brief intro about St. John's wort and valerian tea. St. John's wort is a yellow flower that was used by the ancient Greeks to help support the nervous system and aid sleep. Its active ingredients are hypericin and hypophorin. Valerian root, as the name suggests, is the root of the valerian plant. It's native to Asia and Europe and has been used since ancient times to assist sleep. Its main ingredient is valerianic acid. For the seven-day period, I found consuming the tea and herbal supplements actually did help me get to sleep. After one to two hours of ingesting the tea and supplements, I became quite sleepy and drowsy. I didn't really have much trouble falling asleep and waking up, I didn't feel as tired as I usually do. However, one negative that I found was I woke up with an upset stomach. This could be due to the side effects of taking St. John's wort, as the Black Dog Institute says that it may cause gastrointestinal issues. And just a disclaimer, for anyone wanting to try St. John's wort, I would recommend not taking any other prescription medicines while taking it as it can negatively affect it. 
also, if your stomach isn't used to St. John's wort, just do like a trial of the medication for a day or two to see whether it helps your stomach or it causes problems. I spoke with Dr. Shweta, an Ayurvedic practitioner and yoga instructor from India, to give us more insight into herbal medicines, particularly Ayurvedic medicines that can assist sleep and overall well-being. What is Ayurveda simply and what does it involve? Ayurveda basically is a science of strengthening. It doesn't believe in killing the bacteria or germs or whatever is attacking us. It is basically improving the immunity of yourself or improving the vitality of your organs so that they become strong enough that the external factors don't affect them. What are some Ayurvedic practices that can help with relaxation and achieving improved sleep quality? There are many of them, but a simple one which everybody and anybody can follow in their daily life is Abhyanga or the oil massage. It can be done by self or it can you can go to a therapist and get it done. It is mentioned in the text that you have to do Abhyanga or the Ayurvedic relaxation massage daily. If not to the whole body, it can be done. Especially you have to do Abhyanga to your head ears and your feet with warm sesame oil. What we use for Abhyanga is called as Sneha in Ayurveda. Sneha is very similar to what we call as love, that affection you give to yourself. Also, head, ears and feet are said to be the places of Vata, wherein Vata aggravates in these places and which is responsible for insomnia. So if you regularly massage your head, ears, feet, that should give you a relaxation. Just for our listeners, can you just explain a bit more about what vata is? Vata is basically one of the three humors uh, or the things which govern the physiological processes of your body. Ayurveda mentions about three doshas which are maintaining all the physiological processes in your body. It is one of the doshas. A balance of these doshas is necessary for maintaining good health and any imbalance can give rise to any illnesses. So when we think of vata, it is more like air, but it is a combination of air and ether, what we call it as. And because in Ayurveda, it is believed that anything and everything is made out of the five elements. When we consider vata, it is made up of two elements, that is ether and air, which is be responsible for movement, any kind of movement happening in your body or taking things from one place to another in your body. So in normal amount, it is governing the physiological processes of your body. But if it is out of balance, then it can give rise to ailments. Just for a simple thing like uh, vata is essential for the movement, but if you exert yourself, that leads to aggravation of vata in your body and overexertion can lead to insomnia. Are there specific dietary changes you suggest to achieve better sleep, like not eating certain things or eating a vegetarian diet, for example? To put in short is have simple food and live a simple lifestyle and I think that is more essential for a healthy living. Simple food does mean a vegetarian food because when you go to a non-vegetarian food or when you eat, consume a non-veg food, it is much more similar to our body structure. Our cellular intelligence takes some time to understand that or convert that into our body elements. In that attempt, it remains for some time in our body and if anything remains in our body for a longer period of time, then it turns toxic. A simple vegetarian diet can be digested within 24 hours in our body. Even when I say vegetarian diet, there are certain foodstuffs which are heavy to digest. Some foodstuffs are light to digest. So depending upon your constitution and depending upon what is aggravated or what is less or what is more in your body, you need to follow a healthy lifestyle. So a person is always born with his unique constitution and our attempt should always be like maintaining that constitution for our lifetime. 
following a irregular diet or lifestyle, we cause any imbalance in our constitution and go towards vikruti or which is called as ailment, then it leads to problems. Do you recommend the use of herbal medicine or yoga techniques such as yoga nidra to help with sleep? Yoga nidra is just a part of yoga, so that helps to relax. I definitely recommend anyone suffering from insomnia that they can go for these relaxation things because when you want to sleep, you have to relax yourself. Yoga nidra definitely helps you to relax your mind, body, all put together. But also there are other things in yoga. You know, you can also do some kind of pranayam or breathing exercises. So are there specific herbal medicines you suggest? We recommend it if there is, like as I mentioned, if there is any dosha imbalance in the body and insomnia is caused due to vata aggravation in your body or kapha being reduced in your body. So now there are two things which have come up, like now vata, pitta, kapha. So we two of them we spoke of right now. So vata is something like air, pitta is something like heat and kapha is nourishment or building up the things in your body. So all three of them are necessary, but when it, anything is more or anything is less, then that is not good. If there is vata aggravation, we try to calm it down by giving vata pacifying herbs. And also oil is the very best medicine for vata. So if you do massages, that is good. But yes, herbal recommendations, depending upon what, is there any irritation caused or due to overexertion or anything like that. Or specially supporting, taking care of the irritation of the nerves like Brahmi or Ashwagandha or taking care of stress, depending upon what is the reason and also to pacify the vata. We do recommend some herbal medications when needed. But if we feel that this can be taken care by simple daily routines, then we don't. For individuals who have specific like mental health issues such as anxiety or depression and mm-hmm. who have a lot of trouble sleeping, is there specific remedies that you suggest? Yeah, definitely. There are treatments also. It is more of relaxation because they are overdoing things. So in those cases, we have things to help to relax them, but at the same time to maintain the effect of those things, we do recommend them to follow particular diet, lifestyle, and also yoga, which is a very important aspect of our treatment. When you start doing yoga, you're getting your mind and body together. And that is the thing which you have to understand that your body is doing something else and your mind is somewhere else. That is the main problem, that there is no communication between these two. So in order to establish that communication, it is a long process, but definitely it's the one thing which will help you to improve the vitality or strength of your mind and body. We try to make the mind and body both strong with our herbal supplements or treatments. Can someone who is experiencing depression or anxiety or any of these mental health issues, can they combine both Western medicine and Ayurvedic medicine practices together to improve their sleep? Yes, yes, definitely. If they are at such a stage wherein modern medicine has to intervene, definitely they can go do these two things together and slowly start withdrawing on the modern medicines because the thing is if any sudden change is there then that is not good for your body so ayurveda itself recommends that any sudden drastic withdrawal or anything of that sort because most of the modern medicines make you addicted to them if that addiction is not taken care of properly then it may cause still imbalance in your body it is wise to include the natural things and slowly start withdrawing from the chemical thing would you say that taking naps throughout the day is good for people who are sleep deprived to help re-energize their levels during the day yeah, Ayurveda is beautifully mentioned about this point also wherein, you know, like if 
due to any reason you're not able to sleep well at night or you're not sleeping at night then you should sleep in the daytime only for half the time you're sleeping at night now depending upon your constitution how much you're sleeping you should sleep half the time during the daytime the time you sleep at night so if a person is sleeping for 6 to 8 hours at night he should sleep only for 3 to 4 hours during the daytime so you're suggesting from what you said that if they sleep for example 6 hours at night mm-hmm. they can sleep 3 hours during the day as their nap yes but it is not advisable to do it in short naps like you know 20 minutes 20 minutes or 20 minutes like that you they should continuously sleep for at least 3 to 4 hours is there a specific time during the day that someone should take these naps or it's dependent mm. on what type of body depending type upon, they are yes depending upon how much because exertion it's the demand of the body if you haven't slept for the whole night and it wants to sleep now so i think your body is the best person to tell you what you have to do and what are your thoughts on the use of caffeine and other stimulants to stay awake mm. do you believe they're beneficial any caffeine containing products are not recommended by ayurveda because they are habit forming and they play with your majja vahasrotas or what we call it as the nervous system of our body they make you alert and then they depress you at the same time this becomes habitual so for getting that alertness again or refreshment again you feel like having it more and more so any addictive things is not recommended by ayurveda are there any other alternatives you recommend Yeah there are so many herbal spices now like even the herbs in ayurveda which you can have in the form of a tea depending upon their constitution and what is activated in the body you can go for herbal teas and we also have formulations of vata balancing kapha balancing pitta balancing teas or even insomnia tea which helps you to calm down your irritated nerves Okay now I'm very interested in trying out the abhyanga oil massage and how about a 3 hour nap not too certain about its effectiveness but we'll definitely be testing it out real soon now on to yoga nidra according to specialists yoga nidra completed on a regular basis can have profound physical psychological and spiritual benefits and just 30 minutes of yoga nidra can have the equivalent of several hours of sleep similar to the herbal medicine and tea study i did a one week trial of yoga nidra to test out whether this really is the case And for those of you who may not know what yoga nidra is, let me give you a brief rundown. Yoga nidra, also referred to as yogic sleep, is a form of traditional Indian yoga that induces deep relaxation. This type of yoga is done lying down and uses the whole body as a focus of awareness. It is supposed to help you get into a state of consciousness between waking and sleeping. So, like a going to sleep stage. It's a form of guided meditation and if you've ever been to a hatha yoga class then it's similar to the relaxation part that you often do towards the end of class. The yoga nidra I used for this trial is performed by Elena Mironov. I will leave a link in the description box for those interested in trying it out for themselves or if you're just curious to see what it's about. I also aim to complete the yoga nidra just before going to sleep. Now the results. Honestly, after completing the first day of the 20-minute yoga nidra session, I can say that it did relax me just for a moment. It helped distract my mind for a bit. And as someone who now struggles with falling asleep, it was nice to ease into a restful slumber by thinking about my body and surrounding sounds rather than focusing on everything that had happened during the day. What I really like about yoga nidra as opposed to traditional meditation 
is that I find it helps you get out of your head in a way, whereas traditional meditation I find can intensify strong emotions and situations you already have built up inside you, which doesn't really help you fall asleep. I also found that by doing yoga nidra consistently for seven days just before bed, it helped give my brain a bit of a break from the overstimulation of everything involved in day-to-day life. However, I will admit that on days three and four, the yoga nidra did not seem to be as effective as other days. I believe this is because my mind had already been caught up with a lot of things, a lot more than usual, and it was just hard for me to listen and perform the yoga nidra effectively. Overall, I found the herbal tea and medicine, as well as yoga nidra, worked as effective sleep aids. The herbal tea and St. John's were a bit on the expensive side, as mixed herb valerian root tea is roughly $5 for a pack of 20 bags, whereas normal black tea can be as cheap as $0.80 cents for 20 bags. Similarly, the St. John's bought cost about $18 for 60 tablets. And valerian root tea also has a strong earthy smell. So if you don't like those sorts of smells, I would suggest trying a different herbal tea such as lemon balm or lavender, which are less pungent. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to find any other herbal medicine alternatives to St. John's wort that boasted the same benefit and was also backed up by scientific clinical trials. Conversely, yoga nidra is relatively inexpensive. It doesn't involve a lot and has almost no risk associated with it. So for those of you who want improved sleep quality and enhanced tranquility in a chaotic world with minimal money and work involved, I'd recommend this one for you. If you have any queries, feedback about this show, or just want to say hey, you can reach us at dosleepbetter at gmail.com. And if you'd like to learn more about Ayurveda, you can contact Dr. Shweta at Aspects of Healing on 8110-4300. Until next time, bye! This podcast contains copyright-free music from Kevin McLeod, Jim Butler, and Context.